Welcome to the Season of Living Mamas podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Clausen, and this week we are going to dive all about how to work out during the luteal phase of our menstrual cycle. So this topic, um, I guess, came to be because I've really, again, been diving deep with working out with your cycle. And I shared a few tips on Instagram all about um, what to do during the luteal phase. And I had tons of DMs and people wanting me to like further expand on this. So I thought I would you know, start off by doing a podcast so I can dive a little bit deeper into each of the tips that I gave and why they are important. So what we're really doing in the luteal phase, um, often it's the usually, so on day one of our cycle is the first day we bleed. So in case you're unfamiliar with like how to know which day, you know, which days are your luteal phase, you'd start at, okay, the first day you bleed, that's day one. So your luteal phase are days 18 through 28 or until you bleed again. So it's the end of your cycle. Often this is a phase where we might feel like, you know, you could be angry or we are um, like just quick to judge. And this is the phase that gets a bad rap, you know, PMS, all of the things. This is kind of that phase. So this is what I've been seeing in, um, you know, just training women for you know, 13 years now is we are going good. We're going great for those, you know, two weeks of the month. And then all of a sudden it's just like we hit a wall and we completely throw in the towel. We stop for maybe a few weeks or maybe it's a month or longer. And often it's that wall is our luteal phase. And so it's the time where we just feel like we, we don't have as much energy. Um, if we're not balanced in our hormones, this time can be really hard because we do feel off and we feel angry and we feel all those PMS symptoms. And so working out is like the last thing that, you know, we want to do. So we often refer to the luteal phase. If we're going to look at it in our cyclical living or seasonal living as well, that's the fall season. So, um, you know, if we think about the fall time, it's where we usually start to slow down. You know, we might start to get a little bit more organized and we do the busy work. Um, and it, the stuff that just needs to get done, we're really good with planning our workouts. You know, um, this is the time that we kind of prep for that next cycle. So we're kind of in the nitty gritty, let's get things done time of our cycle. So you might still have a little bit of energy at the start of your luteal phase because the luteal phase is also the longest phase of our cycle. So we don't want to throw this time away because it is a good chunk of our cycle. So if we are feeling really depleted for this entire 10 to 14 days, um, you know, that's not good. You know, that really, that really will set us back when we're looking at our workout goals. So we want to make sure that we are we are really tapping into what the energy feels like. And every month it's going to look different because every month, you know, we probably haven't eaten the exact same things. We have maybe drank more alcohol, you know, one month compared to the next, or maybe we had, um, I don't know, foods that maybe you don't normally eat and you all of a sudden introduced a lot of new foods into your diet. And that all of those can kind of throw you. Maybe you didn't get as much sleep um, one month. So all of that or anxiety, depression, I mean, everything that's going on in our world right now, all of that is playing a factor because our hormones are just going to get a little bit out of balance. So when we think about this, um, we want to make sure that we're really tapping in to that phase and making the best use that we can. So usually I find the first five or six days of the luteal phase, we still have a good amount of energy. So we don't want that to go to waste. So we want to make sure that we're still planning some, you know, maybe harder workouts. And I say harder in quotations because that's going to look different for everyone. And, um, like harder for me is going to be a lot different from harder from you. I maybe would do hit workouts still, or I'm just going to really hit the weight strong, or maybe I will go on a 30 mile bike ride, but come day, let's say 21, 22 of my cycle, 
my energy is starting to dip. I'm not going to go for that 30 mile ride. You know, maybe I'll cut it back to 15 to 20 mile ride. And then um, maybe for my strength training, I am just doing purely strength training for a body part versus really hit, hitting every single muscle and doing a hardcore hit workout. So that's just a little way that I kind of tweak through that luteal phase. And I do find myself hitting that wall where I know, yep, my energy is a little bit tapped at this phase. So I need to tone down what I'm doing um, to my body, you know, during workouts. And then one final note before I kind of dive into some more tips here, if you're on hormonal birth control pills, you can totally follow this plan, but your hormones really aren't sinking and they don't, um, you know, cause it's a false bleed that you get when you're on the pill or when you're on hormonal birth controls. So just kind of take that, um, you know, with a grain of salt, you might not get the same benefits because you just don't have the hormones, um, you know, going through your body like you do if you're not on hormonal birth controls. So hopefully that makes sense. And again, but doing this is not going to hurt you if you are taking hormonal birth control pills, um, or hormonal birth control, just period. It doesn't have to be a pill. It can be a patch. It can be whatever. Um, just asterisk with that. So let's dive in now. What are some tips here for training during this luteal phase? Often afternoon workouts might be best because during the luteal phase, you might notice you have a lower energy in the morning. You know, so instead of getting up at 6 a.m. to do your workout, maybe an afternoon workout is going to feel best in your body. So gauge your energy and just going on how you feel. So again, typically days like 22 through 28, that's going to be your lowest energy days. So like an afternoon yoga class or workout session, that might feel better than getting up early because your body might need that extra half hour or hour of rest in the morning during those, you know, that last week of your cycle. Um, so honor that, you know, really pay attention. You might be, you might be someone who does better with the afternoon workouts. Um, the next one, accountability. So the luteal phase is often where we, we stop to work out. We just completely stop. So that's where, you know, we're going great for those two weeks, but then two weeks later we hit a wall and it just turns out we're hitting the luteal phase, you know, instead of throwing in the towel, getting some accountability, you know, hiring a trainer, that's a great option to help hold you accountable. I have had many clients tell me, um, you know, I totally wouldn't have worked out today, but I'm seeing you. So you're making me do it and they're going to do it because I'm here. And I, not all of my clients work out for their cycle. So some do, some don't, some are not, you know, some are past their cycling years. Um, you know, others are just keeping going with just regular workouts or might be some Ayurvedic workouts. So, um, my chunk though, that does work out with their cycle. Like they, they tell me like, this is stuff, this is just open conversation. And I really enjoyed it because they're learning about their cycle and they're honoring their body and they're getting to know their body on such a deeper level. And it's so fun just to kind of see those light bulb moments like, oh yeah, I'm totally in my luteal phase. That's why I feel like this. And then them telling me I might adjust our program that I had planned today. So I'm like, okay, we're feeling really low energy. Let me adjust this. Like what body part do you want to work on today? And that's what we'll do instead. So you know, hiring a, hiring a trainer. And I would say a trainer who really, if you want to work out with your cycle, understands the four phases of a woman's cycle. Um, don't just hire anyone. It's probably not going to go well. Um, again, I've had to research and really dive into this. I knew nothing about training with your cycle and there's not a ton out there. You know, I've read a few books and I probably read the only books that are really written about training with your cycle and diving into this research. So be particular about that. Um, you know, I also will be having a group coaching program all about working out and training with your cycle. That's going to be starting October 12th. So just planting the seed now, if you're interested and if you're really, if you're really digging this content, cause I'm going to talk about each of the four phases on the podcast, um, you know, in the upcoming weeks, 
just, you know, let me know, let me know. I'm going to, I'll put it in the show notes cause I already have the page up so you can get on the wait list. If that's something you're interested in, I'm going to take a small group for that. So we can really dive deep and, you know, get into some, um, you know, working out with your cycle. What does that look like? What does that mean? How do we feel? So that is coming down the pipeline. So back on to what we're talking about today with the luteal phase, besides that accountability, the next one, I always tell people tone one muscle group. So this time of your cycle, it can be used to train a specific body part that you want to make sure you tone up. So we all have that one area that we want to have look nicer. So for me, it's my triceps. Like my triceps need to get hit hard. You know, it turns out our triceps or our upper body. So the triceps are the muscle, um, the back, the back of the arm. You know, when you wave, it's that, it's that muscle at the bottom that women are always like, ah, let's get this toned. That makes up 70% of your upper body strength. So that's one that not only is good for toning, but it's also good for strengthening. So that's where estrogen likes to sit. So it makes sense why triceps hold, you know, might become a little bit looser if we're not, if we're not strength training because estrogen is there. Um, so for myself, that's where I like to tone. That's where I really focus in on my triceps. And so I have some clients who also will do that. Others like to tone abs or booty, you know, it really just is personal preference there. And I create workout programs around that. So for myself, I give myself an extra upper body day, you know, those last 10 days of my luteal phase, I'm really hitting my triceps hard. So that's kind of how I've put in the one body part. Plus it takes up a little bit less energy. So when you're feeling a little deplete, depleted, instead of doing those big, hardcore, um, total body hit workouts, just hitting that one muscle group, um, it's going to give you a little bit different feel and it's going to help tone up that area that you're really wanting to work on. Next up, slower paced workouts. So the first half of that luteal phase, you still might have the energy to continue your workout program as is. But often you might start to notice, oh, I'm feeling a little bit more tired. Or I'm just going to give an example of what happened today for myself. I went on a bike ride and I, I usually don't have a set mileage I um, want to get to, but I know within the first few miles after, I'm just kind of seeing how my body feels. And usually after about mile four or five, I know how far my body is going to be able to go that day. So today um, I was like, oof. My legs are sore from the workout I did yesterday. Um, I'm in my luteal phase and I'm approaching day 22 of my luteal phase. So I'm just feeling it. Plus it's like 89 and super humid and sticky today. So there's lots of factors that were going on. I was feeling tired and my whole workout, it was hard. It was a hard 20 miles. And I usually go like, again, I'm usually 30 to 40. But during the luteal phase, my body says, no, no, no. Like we need to slow things down because 20 is plenty. 20 is fine during that time because my legs feel it. They, I, my whole body feels it so much faster. And I'm sure that we've done the same where for me now, the rest of the day, you know, I'm, it's three o'clock as I'm recording this, but I'm going to be tired. I'm going to be exhausted. Um, and I'm usually just going to be depleted the whole rest of the day. So we've all done that with a workout where we push too hard and we literally ruin the rest of our day because we're so tired from that workout. Um, that means you pushed, it was too hard of a workout, like either in general, or it was too hard of a workout for that time of your cycle. So that's one where I'll usually get a headache. Now I don't have one yet, but I might in a few hours. Um, and that also is an indicator that it was too hard. So that's kind of your little, little body, your body's way of telling you, Mm, not great for right now. It could be the exact same workout that you did two weeks ago, but two weeks ago you were in your follicular phase and you were feeling really good. 
And two weeks later, you are just a little bit more depleted. You don't have the, um, you don't have the surging hormones. You're starting to gear up, you know, just like fall season, you're starting to kind of unwind and get ready for the winter season or the bleeding time. So hopefully that made sense. Next up, watching a video workout versus doing it yourself. So for this one, I find that sometimes we just don't want to do, like you might have a workout routine that you, for myself, I have it on my computer. I write up a workout, but sometimes I'm just not feeling like I want to do the workout and push myself. So this, again, this is where the accountability comes into place. But if you don't have that, watching a video on YouTube or downloading an app, following someone else that I know I personally will do, um, because I, once I start something, I will finish it. And if you're of that personality, that might help as well. And same thing with a kapha. If you're a kapha dosha, if you know Ayurveda, watching someone doing group fitness, that will also help motivate you to get through the workout. Cause that sometimes is not the most fun thing to do when you're just feeling a little, eh. but it, it is good for you. It is good to move your body, keep moving the whole month. You know, luteal phase does not mean rest for 10 days because the rest comes in during the menstruation phase when you're bleeding, but not the luteal phase before. Cause then that means for half of the month you would be resting, which we, we want to be, make sure that we're staying active, but we're just honoring our body and adjusting our workout routine accordingly. So what are your big takeaways? I would love to know. Um, I personally like to use this luteal phase to plan for the next cycle. So as I'm kind of in this phase myself right now, I'm going to be mapping out what does next month look like for me? What does my next, um, and again, month is not like I'm planning for September because that's not the way that our, um, our menstruation, our menstrual cycle is tracking per se. So you're looking at a month, you know, it might be the middle of the month, but you're looking at the middle of the month of August through the middle of the month of September. So you're kind of, you're adjusting that month view according to your body. So that might be a little tweak or a little thing that we have to do, um, a mental shift, just because I think so many of us are used to being like, okay, it's the start of a new month when kind of depending on where you're at with your cycle. So I would love to, again, to know what, what are your takeaways? Let me know over on Instagram at seasonal living mamas. Um, send me a DM with anything, share the podcast. If you so feel called. Um, and if you want to start doing this and you don't have a clue where to start, I do have a free workout with your cycle starter guide. So you can download that on my website and I'll put it in the show notes, but just go to andreaclassen.com. Um, and then if you click on working out with your cycle button, that's right towards the top of the webpage. Um, it will take you right to this. So work out, you know, with your cycle, work out with the moon. I didn't even touch on the moon, um, during our luteal phase, but the luteal phase is linked with the waning moon phase of, um, the moon. So sometimes my, my women who are past their menstrual phase, um, if you want to work out with the moon, you would do these, everything I talked about today during the waning moon time. So Again, I hope this all makes sense. It will all start to tie together. I'm going to keep infusing. Um, you know, I've, I, right now I think my, my, um, my idea is to do an Ayurveda episode and then I'm going to do a workout with your cycle episode and kind of cycle back and forth between the two. So you're going to get a little variety and, you know, maybe you just want to listen to Ayurveda. Maybe you just want to listen to the workout for your cycle. Maybe it's both. Um, but that's kind of the flow and the pattern that I'm going to be setting up. So your challenge this week is to go ahead and map out your cycle. What do you want to do for your workout during the luteal phase? Even if you're not in your luteal phase, start to kind of think about, okay, what day am I on and start um, planning accordingly. All right. Thank you all so much and go out there and spread your peaceful power. <laughs>